Microtonal music. Think of it like the rainbow, say the creators of a new microtonal music-making technology. Once you were told the rainbow was made up of red and yellow and pink and green, yada yada. And only later did you realize that, sure, it's a killer song, but it was all a lie. The rainbow is a spectrum, not a handful, but a dizzyingly vast range of colors. Likewise, music. We learn about 12 equally spaced notes in Western music. 12 tones of equal temperament, but of course pitch is also a spectrum. But working with that abundance can be tricky in a music world built around the 12-tet system. Enter Odd Sound, a collection of developers and musicians including Limerick's Richard Aphex twin James. Odd Sound promised that they will challenge the tyranny of a de facto tuning system with synths and software. Culture Files' Louise McMahon got a demo of what they trippingly call MTS-ESP from Odd Sounds' Damon Hancock and Ollie Cash. Technically, microtonal means intervals smaller than a semitone. In practice, that's very rarely what you're interested in. You're actually interested in different tuning systems. The real underpinning truth about music is the harmonic series. This is why we find some sounds pleasing or consonant and some sounds jarring and dissonant. It's this halving, quartering, dividing the string by fractions. It's how we get the intervals that we know and love. Only the intervals we know and love are highly compromised because 12 tet has had to move the notes around in order to create a system that is isomorphic. Assuming that all of your intervals are the same in any 12 tet composition, you can transpose up and down freely and the piece of music will still have the same meaning. It's just higher and lower in pitch. The major seventh is nearly a quarter tone out, which is quite out of tune. And yet we're completely used to it. When you listen to the same piece of music played with a scale using the harmonic series, it sounds much more consonant. Can you reduce it to an octave, Ollie? You know, we're so used to things being slightly out of tune that when they're perfectly in tune, they can sound very odd. On that note, the software is more like an enabler. What we wanted to do was be able to sit in our studio and go grab these tuning files and drop them into something and just have the whole studio play in tune. And that is the role of our software. I've got some Mozart loaded in here. I've picked 12 tet as the main scale and 19 that I can morph to. So I can play this you know, simple bit and then hear what it would sound like if there was 19 notes in the octave. So yeah. Having Rich involved really stimulated people. I think it maybe made them a little bit more responsive. I think people that maybe would have taken that email otherwise and parked it for forever, <laughs> In, indefinitely. There's absolutely tons of new Aphex twin material ahead that's going to use this technology. 
About a decade ago, I started listening to a lot of microtonal music and I started to play around with composition. And then we started to have these very long chats, Rich and I. One of my friends, Grant Wilson Claridge, he created a scale called the Kalundi scale, and that was 128 notes. It's a non-octave repeating scale. And Kalundi turned into kind of a, it was like an underground tuning cult. And that's when I started to see that actually this stuff had some kind of deep cultural value on the Kalundi tour. People kept on coming up to us and saying, you know, I had this problem in my life, I listened to this music, it solved it. It's like, well, it's got to have something. All of a sudden, there were people all around me working in different tuning systems, and they were all finding it frustrating. They were all trying to work out, how do we get the notes now? It's like, I can't just get a keyboard, play what I want anymore. You know, this is what people that work in different tuning systems experience. The tools that you've got are all inadequate. When you make a piece of music, you'll probably spend a day dedicated to tuning things up. With the ability via this software to be able to control the tuning of everything in your studio, I guess the issue was, well, what do we want to do now that we have that possibility? And, you know, morphing scales was one of them. What you can see here on the screen is a sort of a set of controls which I've got mapped to some knobs right next to me on a MIDI controller, and I can sort of control tuning in various ways with these. I can sort of add more to the list, and these different types of controls are different ways that we've thought of that we might want to creatively modify tuning. The inverse of the harmonic series is the subharmonic series, which is like a mirror inverse where tones descend downwards. I went and looked at Rich's methods for microtuning and I watched him work. I realised it was the same for him. I was like, dude, you're like one of the biggest electronic musicians on the planet and you're spending like half your life just trying to get things in tune. He's like, yeah, that's about the size of it. It's like, that's terrible. And your fans, they probably hate the fact that your output is halved just by the tools. So yeah, we set about trying to think about how you might change all of this. I talked to Rich one day and he was like, I really want this system. By the end of it, we gave him something where it was just like, whoa, didn't see this coming. Now there are entirely different compositional methods. I can send it really crazy and out of tune. And then what I can do is I can take those random pitches and I can move them back towards consonant intervals, which are related to the harmonic series with another of these controls. The purpose for this would be taking a piece of music and sending it wildly out of tune and then bringing it back in tune again. So to be able to do things like that in real time, you know, either as compositional devices or performance effects, via a control or some automation, introduce new notes into the scale. And I wanted to be able to sort of step through different levels of harmonic complexity like that on the fly. So the macro controls are sort of what I was just demoing. They are the controls with which you can modify tuning in real time. My business partner, Dave Gamble, he helped realise the technology in the first instance, what we now call MTS-ESP. 
stands for extra sensory perception. It was a joke that I came up with. It was, you know, this idea that things would be um, psychically aware of tuning. And that was what I wanted out of the system, this kind of zero configuration. You turn these things on and then they're all in tune. And then you get on and make music. Odd sounds, Damon Hancock and Ollie Cash there on the joys of microtonal music. Louise McMahon was the reporter.